Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place. It's time for the late night snack. That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. You're professionals. We create a perfect world in our heads. Welcome back, fellow listeners, to the Late Night Snack. I'm your host, Dawson O'Brien. And I'm your other host, Maddie Sebastian. And we have some updates for you. Updates. Important information. Keeping you up to speed. Coming to you now, because we've got... Updates. Christina P. was phenomenal. It was fantastic. We had such a fun time. I loved the girl that opened for her. She was great. If you remember from last episode, we talked about going to see Christina P. at Zany's uh, and how we both haven't seen her stand-up, but we just love her podcast. So seeing her do stand-up was the first time, even just watching like on TV or anything like that, just first time ever seeing her do stand-up. And one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen live. Yeah, she. Well, I mean, it was the first comedian I've ever seen live. I never really ever watched stand-up before I met Dawson. It wasn't really my my jam was what I was trying to say um and so it was definitely it was my first stand-up live and it was just great it was really fun um she like loved a a good audience call out she's really interactive and that made it great do you know how cool that is to say your first ever stand-up comedian you ever saw was Christina P Christina P that is pretty awesome who was your first comedian you ever saw first comedian ever saw the headliner was Mm -hmm. Dusty Slay he's a local Nashville comedian but he's He's been on a few late night shows and stuff. He's so good. He should be getting a lot more attention than he does. But yeah, keep supporting him if you're in Nashville. Go see his shows because they're wonderful. He also goes around the country. So, you know, look him up if he comes near you. But hopefully things get back to normal with COVID and we can go to more comedy shows and right. other well, things, give you our entertainment reviews. Also, Aaron Weber opened for him. And I had never heard of Aaron Weber, but after I saw him open, I. Fell in love with his act. I think he's really funny, too. And he just released a comedy album on Spotify, and I'm pretty sure Apple, but I use Spotify. So go stream that. Really funny stuff. Dawson plugging all of his comedians. I love it. You got to support comedians. Support comedy. Bring it back. <laughs> COVID hit them hard. Support them. They make you laugh. It's very true. Our other update of the week was I finally got around to trying the Taco Bell chicken sandwich taco that Dawson tried last week. This is big. So if you remember last week's episode, I talked about it. I talked about how they're really good, right? Everyone should try it, but not super pleased with the size and not super pleased with the price for the size of the taco. See, Dawson's really, really up in a upset, I don't know, with this price tag. No, hold on, and hold on. And I don't on. really, not because you're cheap, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I feel like I felt like it was decently priced for what it is. You probably need to eat two, maybe three for it to be the equivalent of a normal sized chicken sandwich because it's like a chicken tender and it's like two fifty. Okay, here's the deal. Listeners, if you don't know this, one of my majors in college is accounting. So I really focus on expenses and, you know, what the real value is, right? So all I'm saying is, with the same amount of money you would spend to get full off of those at Taco Bell, you can get a whole meal at another fast food place, right? So, and I feel like they get you way more full and you get more variety of stuff. You could probably get like a side of fries and a drink, you know? And so that's all I'm saying. I think in, you know, fiscal knowledge, right? I think fiscally is that the wisest decision. However, everyone needs to try it. It's really good. I'm not yeah, saying don't. I, my review is only taste-wise, not math-wise. Dawson asked me a math question earlier and I got it wrong, so... Um, that was kind of embarrassing for me. 
I kind of forgot how PEMDAS DOS works. But um, I thought it was great. Taste-wise, fantastic. Sauce-wise, it was great. It was really good. Um, but a lot of this was a very news-heavy week. Um, a lot of heavy stuff happened. So we're going to try to cover some light, entertaining, fun news today. Right. And just to be clear, we're not evading the news at Absolutely all. Uh, this is a comedy podcast. So obviously, there's a lot of heavy news. Y'all should go talk about it. Y'all should get up to speed with it. Y'all should know all the facts you need to know about it. And we're not ignoring it. All we're trying to do is provide a little bit of light and a really dark world right now. So with that, we got some good news stories. Heck yeah. So first up, we have big music award show happening this week. I'm going to let Dawson take the reins on this one because I have not heard this man say enough about Silk Sonic. So take it away, Dawson. Listeners, strap on those seatbelts because we're going for a ride, okay? For basically my entire life, it's always been modern pop, right? And like there's been a distinct split between the past and the future, right? What's now? What's present? And uh, honestly, up until now, I think the best era of music was the 2010 pop. But here we go. Silk Sonic. They showed up at this award show. They performed their song. And it was so good. They, the costumes, the vibe, everything. It is so 60s, 70s, disco-ish vibe. And it was just awesome. For the first time, like, in a long time, the show wasn't like a, what can we put on the stage to make the performance that good? It wasn't like, oh, I need a giant this or a giant that, or I need this many backup. No, they literally got up there. They had four guys. They swayed a little bit to the left and right. Very simple dance moves. Very simple background. Very simple set. And they killed it. I mean, it was trending on YouTube. It was trending everywhere. I'm such a fan. I cannot stop playing that song. It is so Or good. singing it or talking about it or anything. Um, I think I know every word by now just from Dawson just singing it. But it's great. I'm not saying it's not great. I also love Soul Clonic. Very passionate about it. Been a big Bruno fan for a long time. But I've never seen Dawson this excited about probably anything since we started dating. But um, I also thought Bruno, did he did a tribute too during the award he show. He did a tribute for Little Richard. Um, and it was great. Like, it was fantastic. I loved it. See, Bruno does that thing. Especially, he did this in the coronavirus where... He just kind of dipped out for a little bit, so you forgot. And so mm-hmm. when he came back, you remembered how good he is at singing and performing. And you're like, why, why would you leave us? We need you right yeah. now. But he came back with such a big boom that, like, I know. I'm pretty excited about it. But also, real quick, this goes out to Maddie and anyone who's been in, with an earshot recently. I just want to apologize for singing uh, <laughs> because uh, I'm not a singer. And I can't hit those notes correctly. But it's just, man, that song is so groovy that I am shouting from the the rooftops these lyrics well i'm glad that you're feeling very passionate about it there were a lot of good performances there were a lot of not so great performances it was it was a good show we enjoyed it um the other big news story of the week was president biden falling on the stairs here's the deal okay so i personally it made me really sad like i know that it's kind of comedic but i was like kind of sad about it it made me a little i felt bad he looks like <laughs> when, you know, when it's Christmas morning and you're flying down the stairs or better, like you go and check and like Santa had come. So you're sprinting up the stairs to go wake up your siblings and you stumble up the stairs. That's what our president did. 
It was, it was like the problem for me was like, it was like, oh, he fell once. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's sad. It was that he couldn't get it together that made me like feel so bad. It was like, it's not like, Je- not like Jennifer Lawrence tripping up the stairs, you know, like when she fell, just got it back together, walked. Like he tripped and then he tripped again and then he like almost yeah. rolled down the stairs. So if you watch it, so he initially trips because he's trying to jog up to the plane, which I don't really see the need to jog up the plane, you know? He's trying to look like a cool guy. You know, I know, he wears, but, he hey, wears his aviators and his jacket. He's trying to be Mr. Cool Guy. I get it. Here's the deal, okay? You're the president of the United States. That's pretty cool. You don't True. need to try to be so cool, okay? Casually walk up the stairs. But he didn't. He ran. He jogged. So he's jogging up the stairs, and he kind of stumbles. That's trip one, okay? Then he tries to get his feet back together. He trips again. That's trip two. Now the third trip, it just looks like he, he just goes down. He's like, you know what? Gets I'll up. just fall and then I will get back up. Recoup myself. I'll figure out what's going on. I'll reestablish my gravity. I'll stand up. I'll act like it didn't happen, even though I tripped three times in front of everybody and it's on video and everyone's talking about it. And then I'll get on my plane. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I talked to too were like, where were Secret Service? Like this man fell three times and they were like, we're just going to let him fall. They were that secretive. <laughs> a lot of people were like, they would have looked bad if they had tried to help. But still, I thought it was decently funny. Now, Dawson comes to you with our goofy news story of the week um, about a Washington... Wait, 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 wait. Don't spoil the surprise. Sorry. Let me explain this real quick, okay? How many times have you ever wanted your dream bedroom as a child? Like, you just wanted it decked out to <gasps> okay, be so cool. Okay, my favorite show, I don't know if you ever watched this as a kid. Um, I know you kind of watch HGTV a little bit, but I don't know if it was on HGTV. Did you ever watch Trading Spaces, Boys versus Girls? No. Oh my gosh, guys, if anybody out there watched the show, you know the joy, but this guy would take like two kids in a neighborhood who were friends, right? And they'd clear everything out and they'd redesign the room, but the girl would help redesign the boy's room and the boy would help redesign the girl's room. At least this is how I remember it happening. And then they got like crazy cool rooms, but they were always like really wild. Like if a guy liked cars, the whole room was car themed, like a car bed. You know what I mean? It was always to the extreme. And I always wonder now looking back, like what did those people do with those rooms? Like, do you think they're just still like that? Or do you think like... Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'd be... I mean, I think at that age, they should have done that like at 15 or 14, something like that, you know? Because at that age, you know... like middle school probably. Yeah, because like if they're a little bit older, they kind of can understand what the other gender likes more, you know? Yeah. So, like, that makes more sense. And honestly, you know, a girl helping out a guy redesign a room, that could be really useful. But the guy, so the guy was, like, the host, and then the girls didn't know what the guys were doing to their room, and the guys didn't know what the girls were doing to their room, if that makes sense, until the end of the week when you finally got the big reveal. So, like, all week the girls, like, helped paint the walls in the boys' room and, like, do everything with the guy who's the host. And at the end, they, like, you know how, like, in House Hunters and stuff? They like close your eyes and you walk in the room and you're like, oh my gosh. Also, Dawson will tell you that I just physically closed my eyes even though you can't see me. That's true. Speaking of reveal though, I got to reveal what. Oh, this sorry, new I got story on a tangent. Is. So here's the deal everyone wants their dream bedroom as a child. And like for me, that was like, uh, first off, before I get into my dream bedroom, my best friend from home, Justin, he wanted his dream bedroom to have bunk beds. And he got his wish. And now at 21 years old, he still has those bunk beds. And he lied. Remember how he lied about it being his little brother and then he never had a little brother? Yeah, so (laughs) there was a girl that he was talking to and he was single. And he was just like, oh, this bunk bed's my little brother's. But when I come home from college, I just crash here. It's just easier. It's just a funny side note. Anyways, 
Everyone has their ideal room. And sometimes those ideal rooms come true for people, right? And, and there was a kid that got his ideal room in Washington, but now the father's paying the price, okay? In Washington, there was a man who was arrested for stealing a 400-pound slide. How did he do from, it? I, I don't know. I'm going to get into this oh, because okay, I, I mean, that's like saying like, hey, how'd they build the pyramids? You know, how, how did they build the Empire State? There's, Aliens. I, maybe <laughs> because he single-handedly stole 400 pounds worth of slide from like a public playground and then he mounted it on his child's bunk Those bed. things like have like intense screws in them. Like you got to like bring your drill to the park and like, that was a terrible sound effect. That was... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thought about voice acting, <laughs> but that was, I mean, that could be bees buzzing. That could be power <laughs> drills. That could be all sorts of things. You should get into that. Uh, but yeah, so he mounts it and then they finally track it down after, I think it was a Facebook post, uh, but oh, of I the slide. Everyone on this podcast hey. getting in trouble for posting on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Lesson learned here. If you're going to commit a crime, don't put photographic evidence on the internet, okay? Not that hard. Just don't commit crimes at all. But that's like, people say the golden rule is to treat each other nicely. No, the golden rule is don't put photo evidence of you doing (laughs) dumb crap on the internet because people will find it and everyone will know about it. So they go to this house and they arrest him. And if you want to look up his mugshot, it's pretty cool. Uh, He looks pretty, (laughs) he looks pretty nice. Um... But yeah, I did he commit a crime? Yes. Was it stealing? Super wrong. But dad of, of the, the year. year. That kid is what? so happy. I also want to know. So like he stole the slide and I don't know if you have a picture pulled up over there, but in my head I imagine it's one of those tube slides. No, so it's it doesn't look as heavy as it is, but it it's 600 pounds, but it's Wait, I thought it was 400 pounds. It's 400 pounds. That's my bad. 400 pounds. Correction. Um, Got to fact check you. Hey, you know what? We're a reliable news You're source. You're a reliable news okay? source. We don't we don't put crap out there for no reason. We put only the facts. The facts. Anyways, so it's like a blue slide connected to the top of this bunk bed. And it just oh. kind of is a regular slide. So like you can just run up it to the bed and slide this down. This was it. my question. My question was, what is the slide attached to? Because I was like, if he just put it on the wall, you can't get to the top of it. How are you supposed to slide down? Right. It's just the top. What do you mean? No, I get it. It's attached to the bed. I was thinking he just like attached the slide to the wall. No. And I was like, that doesn't work. Yeah. But that's Loki. That's awesome. Like if he hadn't stolen it, I want, I always wanted a slide. When I had bunk beds for a hot, well, I didn't and have like, bunk beds. I had like a loft bed, you know? And just to come to the aid of this guy, just from the photo evidence of what was posted on Facebook, it looks like, you know, um, very low-income family. So honestly, I really think this dad was just doing everything he can to make his child have a good, you know, childhood. That's sad. And now the story's sad. Hey, hey, I'm not trying to make it sad. I'm <laughs> defending him. I'm saying, look, what he did was wrong, but I admire the fact that he's going to go out of his way and do something to make his child's life good. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I agree. The other thing, though, is that if you're going to be a criminal, maybe don't tell people you have a burner phone. Okay, here's the deal. So we just talked about news that has happened, but right now we have a story about news in the making. Because here's the deal. If Maddie and her roommate were driving home back to their dorm and uh, a car pulled up next to them 
No, it, they, it, How about, wait, wait, you're here. Yeah, you explain saying, the why story. Why don't I tell the story? Um, so we're driving home. It's like a 45 mile an hour road, right? And this car like evens up with us while we're driving. And I don't even notice until my roommate, she like leans over and she's like, hey, hey, roll down your window. I'm like, why? What's going on? Time out, time out, time out. When I first heard the story, I thought it meant they evened up with you at like the red light. No, like okay. driving down the road. Just from that information alone, evening up. Driving, do not <laughs> engage with the stranger. But anyways, continue. My roommate, she she knows we're telling the story, so it's okay. But um, we even up with the guy. She rolls rolls down the window, and the guy, you know, leans his. This man is driving the vehicle. This is very unsafe. Rolls down the window and like sticks his head fully outside of the car door. Well, window, not door. Um, and is like, I can't remember exactly what he said. Something along the lines of like, you're going to make me cry. And she was like, why? And he was like, you know why? And he was like running his hands all over his face and like, whatever. What? The <laughs> absolute hell. And, um, so then we rolled up the window and in my head, I'm like, drive faster, drive faster, drive faster. And she's like, no, don't lose him. So then I slow down and she... Hey. Lose him. I'm sorry. I was trying to be a nice roommate. For context, my roommate has given her number to much worse people before. So she proceeds to hold her Snapchat code up to the window. And the guy's like, and then he's yelling again. So she rolls the window back down. All of these choices are mistakes. But then he goes, he's like, starts as he's driving, typing in her Snapchat name. And then he's like, says her name. And then they drive off finally. Also, side note, there's a girl in his passenger seat. I don't know if I told you that, Dawson. That See, <laughs> you didn't tell me that part of the story. That's pretty cool to be like on a date possibly and be like, this isn't going to work out. Well, no. So then she told me afterwards I made her text him and be like, is that your girlfriend? I, or I really hope that's your sister. And he responded, he said, just a friend. And I thought in my heart, you know, that girl's probably been in love with that guy for yeah. like years. Right. And they're going downtown to hang out. And she's like, maybe he'll finally like me, but no, he evens up with a car on the road, rolls down his window and gets a girl's number in another car. Dawson, I didn't even tell you the best part of the story. So everything happens. We get home. Well, I guess we should get to the burner phone parts first. This is becoming you're, really you're long. You're blowing all the punchlines. I'm sorry. You go. Okay. You so when I'm hearing the story for the first time, I immediately say, this guy is no bueno. This is giving <laughs> a me... A sketchy situation. Alarms are going off. This is not good. My inner guy thought's like, oh, this guy is sketchy. And I say all that. And she's like, he's not sketchy. He just wanted my number. Anyways, he gets a Snapchat. He sends a video that is the blurriest video I've ever seen. You know, which we're like... Android, you know, that's a classic Android Snapchat. Yeah. Um, and she goes, oh, why is your Snap video so blurry? And he goes, oh, this is my burner phone. If you don't know what a burner phone is, it's because you're not a criminal. But burner phones are used <laughs> so that you could ditch those phones. But full disclosure, your roommate asked about the burner phone, like, why do you have a burner phone? And he said it's because he broke his phone and that he's getting it replaced, and so this is just the phone in the time being. So not accusing him of being a criminal. But most burner phones, it's kind of scary. So this is the part of the story Dawson doesn't know. All of this happens. They talk for a little bit anyway, and he leaves her on open. This morning, she Snapchats him, right? Or he Snapchats her, I don't remember which. Then he proceeds to swipe up and send a chat on Snapchat that says, How do I know you? 
That's really cool. And she has to be like, well, <laughs> um, you evened up with me driving and I gave you my Snapchat code. God knows why, <laughs> but I did. So the most concerning part of the story that is that apparently he doesn't remember getting her Snapchat. Red Flag City. Population, your roommate. You know, just like, <laughs> I don't understand how she didn't read any of those. Any of those at all. Now, I really hope that he leaves her a good voicemail so that we can use it on the podcast. Well, he, he doesn't have her number. It's just Snapchat, Thank right? the Lord that but, he doesn't have her number. Yeah, it's just a great thing that the only thing he has of her, he could see where location I made her at. turn her Snapchat location off after this also. Trying to stay safe. Okay, just word of advice for all listeners. Obviously, if a stranger is trying to court you, that's one thing, right? But use that internal, you know, gift that we're all given as humans to, like, when you feel like, hey, maybe this is, like, iffy. You know, this is kind of, like, a little scary. Uh, listen to it. Okay, listen to your gut. If a guy <laughs> drives up to you just to say, you make me cry, you know why? Hey, <laughs> drive a little faster. But hey, we're all alive so far. Yes. And uh, seems like things are going to be okay. But we'll update you if there are any more updates um, on that one. But really exciting before we wrap up this episode, we are going to have a special guest next week. My best friend from home, Emily Ann Beidler. You might know her from her mediocre TikTok fame or her mediocre Instagram fame. Mediocre. And by mediocre, I mean like 100,000 followers. So like more than me. But <laughs> she's my best friend. I got to give her a little crap. You know, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but we're really, really excited to have her on. She's going to tell, I'm sure, lots of embarrassing stories about me. Um, we'll make her review some funny news stories, maybe some voicemails. Um, we'll have some, some fun stuff. Um, speaking of voicemails, we'd also really, really love if you guys could submit some funny ones. Um, those can go to the Late Night Snack podcast email, which is latenightsnack.thepodcast at gmail.com. Or just slide in our Instagram DMs at Late Night Snack Pod. Also, don't be afraid to just send emails or DMs of whatever. Talk yeah. to us if it's funny or if you, you got something you want to talk about. Or frankly, you just have your input on something we've already talked about. We'd love to hear it. Send it to us. We'd love to hear it. We might even talk about it on the podcast. So reach out to us. Yeah, we're really excited. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Late Night Snack. And we'll catch well, you next week. Well Peace out. It.